Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Welcome, everyone, to Real Presence Live. My name is Tim Moser coming at you from the Fargo Studios, the mothership here downtown Fargo, right between the railroad tracks and the cathedral. You know where we're at. Good to have you with us today. My name's Tim Mosey, your host. As we move on, back into ordinary time now. We just celebrated the baptism of the Lord, and now we're back in ordinary time. But there's nothing ordinary about ordinary time. Well, anyway, more on that later. We have Angela Wambach coming, with us, coming to us in just a minute. She's going to talk about the Women's Care Center, previously known as the First Choice Clinic, for those of you that may go, what's the Women's Care Center? It's a great, great place, and she's going to talk about the wonderful things happening there. And we're also going to have Rochelle Savage on, pro-life warrior for many, many years. It's awesome. Then I'm going to share a little conversation I had with a um, my sister, actually, on the baptism of the Lord. And it, it, it's a fun little story, so I'm going to share that with you. And then we have our March for Life update and then a wonderful uh, testimony from a doctor down in Aberdeen, South Dakota. That is our show for today. Let us begin, as always, with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Holy Spirit, come, fill our hearts, fill our minds, bring us peace, love, and joy. As we break open the teachings of Christ, and as we talk about the experiences and, and the way we try to help to preserve, protect, defend, and uphold the dignity of all human life, we ask that you'd impress that upon everyone, but especially those in power, Lord, Help them to see that our right to life comes from you. Help them to see that the way to true peace is to honor the dignity of all human persons. Ask a blessing over our guests. Blessing over our time together. Blessing over our listeners. We put this at the feet of our Blessed Mother and pray for a powerful intercession as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of love and life, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, welcome again. Whoa, I'm, just, I'm knocking things over in the studio. I'm sorry, Therese, I'm sorry. I'm just knocking things over here. Forgive me. All right, anyway, so coming at you again from the Fargo Studios, Tim Moser. We'll try to get things in order here in the studio so I don't totally wreck the place. We have Angela Wambeck. You're in studio. Angela, welcome. Thank you. Nice to be here. Uh, so good to see you. We, we, we walked in together, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yes, I, I was a little did. late. I was bordering on, you know, I got a call from Therese, not going to lie to you. Hey, Tim, you coming? I went, oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so great to be here. So Angela, of course, is the director of the Women's Care Center, um, and here in Fargo, and it's been, what, five years or so? Yeah, it'll be five years up. in May that I've been the wow. executive director. Time goes yeah. fast, doesn't it? It sure does. Exactly, <laughs> yes. exactly. Well, Angela, for those of our listeners who might not be you know, aware of your story and how God called you to this, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and your interest in, in this area, and then uh, how God called you to this specific uh, position? Sure. Well, um, 
I guess my biggest interest started back when my three children were, my three daughters were very young, and um, I was living in Duluth at the time, and um, I wasn't really aware of a pregnancy resource center there, but there was one, and um, I just felt like, you know, I wanted to make sure that there was something in my community where my daughters and their friends could go, that they would, you know, be treated fairly and loved and supported through any crisis if they felt like they couldn't come home. So um, I got involved with some other pro-life organizations in the community, and um, through a dear friend and through God's calling, I felt called to learn more about Women's Care Center and um, and, and bring one to Duluth. And so that's um, how I, you know, really got into this. I um, helped found the Women's Care Center in Duluth and got that up and going. Um, then shortly, or during that process, actually, my husband was called to a job here in Fargo. And so I came here and ended up living right next door to the uh, executive director of First Choice Clinic at that time. And so he invited me to be on the board. And then from there, I moved into the executive director position. So um, all good things. And God has, you know, definitely ways of putting you in places you didn't think you were going to be. <laughs> Isn't that true? You know, it's amazing. We're talking with Angela Wambeck, the executive director of the Women's Care Center. You know, I, I just think about your story. First of all, I didn't know that you started the Women's Care Center in Duluth. That's awesome. Thanks. What did you think when your husband got called, you know, your family got called here to Fargo? Was it kind of tough to leave? Oh, it was extremely tough. I, I spent a lot of time in prayer mm-hmm. um, because I couldn't understand why I felt God calling me to do this big task in Duluth and then take me away from mm-hmm. it. Um, but a good friend of mine was kind of going through a similar situation with her family and came to me and just said, you know, I felt God telling me to, you know, let my husband lead and to, and to trust in my husband. And so that kind of opened up my eyes. I felt like God was speaking to me through her and just said, okay, Lord, you know, let your will be done and lead us in the direction. And he led us to Fargo and I trusted in that process, even though it was hard for me mentally and emotionally to to leave what I had been doing there, because I felt like, what will I do now? <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Very true. Yeah. You have such a passion for it. Well, I think that's awesome. Obviously, like you said, you right next door to the that, at the the executive director at that time and on the board and, and now into this position. God just has a way of helping us fall upward, right? In other yeah. words, he takes something away, but he brings us, you know, to a, to even a, a better place. You know, that's yeah. wonderful because obviously here with your family and your husband and now you're, you're in this in this care. Well, for some people that might not be aware of the Women's Care Center, by the way, the, the, the name has, you know, changed recently. Yeah. It was First Choice Clinic. Many of us knew that. Uh, Women's Care Center. But tell us a little bit about what the Women's Care Center does and how it helps women in need. Sure. Um, well, we are a pregnancy resource center. We offer free and confidential pregnancy testing, um, limited uh, first-time trimesters, ultrasounds. We also provide the options counseling, um, parenting education. We do goals planning with women because women come in with various different needs and, and situations that we can help them with. Um, and so we really struggle with that. And so we really try to help women bec- and families become self-sufficient and more independent and, and confident in their parenting. You know, that's so true. And it's because, you know, if you think about it, when, when a woman is in crisis like that, you know, I mean, she may have very few resources, very few avenues to turn. And of course, we know that's one of the big reasons that women will turn to other alternatives is because sometimes they feel they have no choice. Yeah. And um, to have a place where you can make life-affirming choices and not just go there once and just see someone and say, okay, but as you said, 
all these other things that are available, the, the teaching, the counseling, the, the, the ways to get things that are needed, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's, it's, it's such, a great, um, such a great gift. Have you, uh, has that evolved, for instance, let's, let's go back to the Women's Care Center in Duluth. Have you added new things to either the training or the things that are available, or was it a tried and true, had it from the beginning, as far as how you, all the resources you gave to these women? Right. Well, I will say, well, first, Women's Care Center is a national mm-hmm. organization, yep. so there's now 32 centers nationwide. And they really, um, we decided to partner with them because they do provide such great training for our staff. Mm-hmm. They great great resources and help for us to be the best that we can and to really, you know, help these women in the best of our ability. Uh, so they're, it's very supportive being a part of that larger entity. Um, the training that they provide is just optimal and there's, they're constantly improving and working on things. We have ongoing training monthly and it's just, it's been a great organization to be a part of. And I feel like, you know, we've really here in North Dakota have grown um, so much through that process, through the first choice, you know, board decision to move forward with the Women's Care Center model, because it was very similar to first choice. It's just added a lot more um, of the training and just the real um, things that we were kind of lacking before and gave us that great support to to really help the, the best that we can and be as you know effective as we possibly can. Right. Partnering with a national organization that has the same philosophy goals and, and probably you know, expanded resources, right, and, and mm-hmm. ways to do these things can, can, can be a great benefit. Yes, absolutely. We've, you know, we've seen a definite big change. And, you know, from my staffing, who's been just appreciative of all the changes and feeling more confident in their roles in meeting the needs of the women coming through our doors to just our, our clientele, too, just feeling the difference, those that have been with us before and now, too, they they see and feel the differences and are just appreciative of everything we do as well. Exactly. We're talking with Angela Wambach. She is the executive executive director, easy for me to say, <laughs> of the Women's Care Center here in Fargo. And we have other women's care centers here in the state of North Dakota, don't we? I want to see run yes, those down for us. we do. We have one in Bismarck mm-hmm. and one in Devil's Lake mm-hmm. as well. Great. Yep. Mm-hmm. That, that's wonderful. And they each have their own executive director, I assume, or are you kind of over all of them? I, I, I'm kind of over all of them, but they do have their own center director who has a lot of independence to do her own thing. We kind of, the directors and I really work well as a team together to do what's in the best interest of all three organizations and all of our staff support one another. And we really work collaboratively, collaboratively as a team to, to be successful. Exactly. I'm sorry. My, my tied tongue came went over to you for a second. Sorry about that. (laughs) Well, say, you know, let, let's talk about some of the great, great things, some things that, uh, you know, some great benefits, some amazing, maybe some stories, some, some great things that you've seen happen in your time, either at Duluth or here at the Women's Care Center. Yeah, I, um, it's just the most amazing thing for me to see on, on a regular basis is just really hearts being changed. Mm. You know, I would say that's been the most remarkable thing to see these, you know, women or families coming in and in real crisis, determined that you know, the abortion was their only option that they had, um, where we really give them the time to, you know, stop, take a breath, really process, you know, especially for the woman to really process her own feelings. What are her desires, not just today, but in the future and going forward um, and really helping them. And of course, the ultrasound, the ultrasound room was pretty amazing and can really change people's hearts and minds or, you know, even how they think of what is actually happening within Mm -hmm. their own bodies. And so um, to see the change in these women and families from that moment of crisis to being confident, wonderful parents, Mm -hmm. it's 
that's, you know, like there's millions of stories, or not millions, sure. but lots of stories sure. that, you know, of different families that have been impacted by this, that that's just the most heartwarming thing to me as part of my job. Absolutely. To have, to have the, the resources there, but like the ultrasound and things like that, but also the great staff and the training. I and mean, when mm-hmm. someone goes there and they feel welcome, they feel warm, they feel like this is, I'm not going to be judged or I'm not going to be, you know, no one's going to yell at me, you know, I mean, I'm going to be loved, right? I'm going to yeah. be accepted. And, 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 and that, that's huge, right? It is huge. It's yeah. So many people don't have the support yeah. that so many of us are blessed with on a daily basis. And sometimes we might be the only source of support for somebody out there, the only person who's tried to lift them up that mm-hmm. they can think of. And so to be that um, for somebody sure. is really amazing. Absolutely. You, you may have been in Duluth. When, when did you move here to Fargo? Oh, 2012. Okay, yeah. So you're still in the loop. I want to share a little story with you here about a, a great thing. So, you know, I was a volleyball coach at Concordia for a long, long time. And gosh, this probably would have been in the early to mid 2000s. I'm not exactly sure when. But um, one of my players came to me when she came in, was crying, sat down and said, I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, and, no, that never happened before. I said, <laughs> okay, you know, so what do I do? You know, it's like, okay, we, first of all, you just talk, listened, you know, okay. All right, sure that, that she'd have. And I didn't know a lot about it, but I knew, I knew a first-choice clinic. And I just said, you know, I said, I think what we should do, how would you feel if we just, you know, went to first-choice clinic? Let's at least talk and see what they have to say. So I took her there, you know, the next week, and uh, she just said, it was amazing. The people mm-hmm. were so welcoming, so loving, so supportive, as you said. Uh, it, it was just amazing. Long story short... Uh, you know, there were some struggles, but she just set it to continue her pregnancy. And she gave birth, you know, nine mm. months later. And uh, the year after that, she was actually the speaker, you know, the witness mm. at the First Choice Clinic banquet. Had her baby there, had pictures and everything. And, and her story was just amazing. Of course, I was sitting there crying, right? You know, because <laughs> she was just talking about how didn't know where to go, didn't know what to do, you know. Um, my coach brought me here, and I, I have felt nothing but love and acceptance, and it's just amazing. I can't imagine my life being any other way. I can't imagine my life without my son now. Right. And she, she got married, had more children. It's just, it's a wonderful, wonderful story. And, and, and as, as you said, there are thousands of those stories like that. But when it really becomes, per- becomes personal, whenever I think of it, I think of that story because that is my player, right? <laughs> that is someone that God led us to the first choice clinic at that time, Women's Care Center now. And that is another life that is here, but not just one life, but enriching the lives of so many others. And a person with a great, great story and a great, um, great thing that God is going to do in and through them for our country, for our <laughs> culture, for our world. Exactly. And so... That's happening all the time, and thanks. We want to thank you for that. Well, we're just about halfway through, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the joys and some of the challenges that Angela faces as director of the Women's Care Center. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we'll be back right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. 
We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hi, I'm Father Chris Alar. In this world of suffering and pain, we've all experienced loss, especially the death of someone we love, and it's never harder than it is with suicide. In our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and for You, we want to be able to help you. We know that the pain and suffering is great, but we also know that we we can get through it. So please visit suicideandhope.com to learn more. Thank you. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo, parishioner of Saints Anne and Joachim Church in Fargo. I'm excited to share with you the launch of Lumen Vision, providing eye care for the whole family, including eye emergencies, vision therapy, and routine exams. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Eyes of Faith, a frame company that prints scripture verses on the inside of each frame. You can learn more about our mission at lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back, everyone, to the Real Presence Live show. My name is Tim Moser coming at you from the Fargo studio. We are blessed to be joining Angela Wambeck right here in studio. She is the executive director of the Women's Care Center here in Fargo, North Dakota. And you mentioned to me over the break, Angela, the story that I shared about my player. Um, just before the break, it had reminded you of a story when you were in Duluth. So why don't you share that with our listeners? Yes, sure. So um, when I was in Duluth working on getting the Women's Care Center started, I had a young girl reach out to me, aware of what I was doing within the community, and just asked if she could meet with me. And so we met for coffee, and she just really shared her heart and story with me, and that's... Um, Previously, when she was in high school, had given up a child for adoption mm-hmm. and, um, and had found herself pregnant again with her new boyfriend. Um, and, and so I just really kind of met with her and she just asked, is there a way you can help me? I know the center's not open. And, and I'd been going through the training um, for Women's Care Center and I said, well, I, I can do the best that I can with <laughs> what I have and I'm happy to meet with you. And she and I really met on a regular basis kind of throughout her pregnancy, um, just helping with different things and just really mostly being that support for her. And she was just a beautiful young woman with a beautiful heart. Um, And, you know, we talked about her relationship, healthy relationships, all those kinds of things. And she actually has gone on. They did get married um, and they have now grown their family. I, I think they're at a family of four right now or five. I'm not sure. <laughs> I lost track. But um, 
And she's also a director now herself of a pro-life organization in Duluth and wow. um, with um, promoting fa- natural family planning and um, just a beautiful person and a beautiful family. And to see her transformation and her heart and everything she's been through is just, you know, because she and I stay connected to this day. And um, she's even reached out to me for, you know, insight and help on being a director and things like that. And so it's just a, a beautiful connection that God made and in that manner and how, and I'll carry her with me in my heart forever. So mm, what a great story, Angela. I appreciate that. You know, it, it just goes to show we never know. We never know how God is going to use the situations in our life. You know, here she just comes to you. You, you could have just said, well, I'm kind of busy. You know, the, the care center's not open yet, right? So, you know, come back to me in a few months or, you know, whatever. You could have said anything, right? Mm-hmm. But the idea that God touched your heart to, you know, welcome this woman, support this woman. And look what fruit it is born in so many mm-hmm. ways. You know, that is that is just amazing. Thank you for sharing that story. Mm-hmm. And as we said before, there's many, many more of those stories. And Really, it's a story about life. That, we talk about upholding the dignity of all human life. Well, it's not just, right? I mean, obviously, it's very important to, you know, to uh, have alternatives to abortion, obviously. But it's also important to help those in need who are, you know, facing that pregnancy, those in need economically, whatever, spiritually, however it is. We need to help people because that also is dignity. And so I love how there's this sign uh, for October, for Respect Life Month in, in the diocese. I just started working there in October. And yeah. every day I'd walk in and it has a picture of, of course, a, a, a woman, you know, with, with a young baby. But it also has a picture of like, it appears to be a person experiencing homelessness, you know, a, a couple elderly people, like, you know, type of thing says respect all life. And it's yes. like, there we go. Because sometimes, you know, we're accused of either the Women's Care Center or uh, churches are accused of, well, you care about babies before they're born, but what do you do with them after? And we just want to show and say, we respect all life. Mm-hmm. from womb to the tomb, right? Absolutely. From conception until natural death. And that is a beautiful, seamless garment that we have. Absolutely. And like throughout our center too, it's, you know, these women stay with us for as long as they feel the need, mm-hmm. you know? Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that to counteract that, like we, we go far above and beyond, you know, the birth of that child. So. Exactly. And that's wonderful. And mm-hmm. one last point before you leave your story, Look at that lifelong relationship that, and friendship you, you two now have and working together for, for life. You know, isn't that awesome? It is awesome. Wow. Yeah, awesome. Well, Angela, I assume there's some challenges as well that come with this position. I mean, you're painting this big rosy picture and all, but talk to our <laughs> listeners about some of the challenges that you face. Yeah, some of the challenges are mostly funding, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Go figure. <laughs> yeah, we don't, you know, really get any, fe- we don't get any federal money and, um, it's really by the generosity of our donors mm-hmm. that we are able to exist and to continue to serve and love on these women that are coming through our doors. So our, our donors are play a key role in um, what we do on a daily basis, whether they re- recognize that or not. They, our donors are absolutely amazing, and we couldn't do what we do without them. Um, and now with our new location, since we've moved to our new location, we have doubled the number of women that we serve on a daily basis and wow. we have also more than doubled the number of abortion-minded women coming through our door. And those appointments obviously take a lot more time and a lot more with our counselors. And so the difficulty in that for me as a director then is, you know, I only have a certain amount of budget. I can raise this much money, but I need more staff now because we're so busy. Sure. But, you know, how do I find the funding for that and, and things like that? So, um, 
you know, those are the biggest challenges, I think, is how do we continue to grow and also to and grow our revenue? And, you know, the times I think that we're kind of facing right now also leaves some, a little bit of uncertainty on what things might look for, look at going forward too. Sure, exactly. That's the thing we need to talk about. That Was there ever a time when, when you received any kind of federal funding? Yes. Um, before my time at First Choice Clinic, uh, they had a grant um, for um, an abstinence program. Make a sound choice is what mm-hmm, it was called. Mm-hmm. Escape me for a moment there. But, um, and they received, you know, really nice federal funding to, to maintain that and to do that. And um, so that's gone away. It went, went away and um, when Obama came into office, but yeah. Interesting. So. Well, you say make us own choice. I don't know if you know this story or not, but uh, I worked with the two ladies, I guess I won't mention them, Vicky and Kay, I can say yep. Vicky and Kay. I worked with them on that and we actually gave some presentations. I remember going out to Jamestown and doing a presentation. Yeah. We were just kind of getting rolling and then things changed, you know? And yeah. so we were so excited about the program and so excited about what, what was able to do. Yes. You know, and at the same time, so you look at this, you know, okay, so the funding's the challenge, you know, this, this program, which was a great program, is gone. And, you know, people are looking all over now, right? They're looking at, well, the election, this and that, and the other thing. And I was just talking to my wife about this, uh, really, of the last few days, everything that's going on, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, it's good to know that our loyalty, our trust, is not in an institution, is not mm-hmm. in any human being, is not in any political party, right, or anything <laughs> like that. It's in God. Yes. And just like you didn't see, okay, Lord, how's this going to work? I got this started in Duluth. I'm ready and we're going. And I'm, you know, he asked me to go to Fargo. I, what, what are you doing? Yep. But we know that God's in control. And I always have to come back to that because there are lots of things out there that I can't control. Exactly. And I just have to trust in God. You can't control whether I get federal funding. Okay, you can't. Yep. But you can control being the best director you can be, you know, trying to help those women, trying to help those unborn babies, right? Trying to get the staff, whoever you can do it, right? Yes. Those are certainly challenges, but it's, it really is our faith, isn't it? That really, at the end of the day, when you're lying in bed at night, okay, it's okay, Lord. It reminds me of John the 23rd, the Pope. I think he was the one that said, because, you know, he had a lot of challenges in the church. Mm-hmm. He said, Lord, this is your church. I'm going to bed. <laughs> you know? yes. So I can imagine you saying sometimes, Lord, this is your women's care center. I'm going to bed. Yes, I'll pick it up again tomorrow, but you got to do the work. Did you yes. ever feel like that? Oh, my goodness. On a regular basis, <laughs> particularly when I was in Duluth starting that. I couldn't tell you, you'd hit a brick wall and, you'd, and I would just say, okay, Lord, this is yours. You need to send me the right person or the right money or whatever. And I swear, whatever I prayed for within a few days came, like whether it was a check or like a person for the board or, you know, it was just always, always amazing. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, and God waits for us, I think, sometimes just to say, okay, this is yours. Yeah. You know, um, lead me, yeah. you know, show me the way. You know, and sometimes it's also very stress relieving to, to be able to do that, right? It's just yeah. like, okay, this isn't me, this is God's, and it's in His hands, and what will be will be. Yeah. And um, I'm just here to do the, my best job I can on a daily basis. Yeah, so true. And of course, prayer is, is essential in that. Yes. So, so speaking of prayer and speaking about funding, right? And we got a couple minutes left here. So what, so a listener's sitting there going, you know what? I love that. That is such a great thing. What can our listeners do to help you right now in a practical way? Sure. Um, pray for us. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Continue to pray for us to be able to do our jobs and to con- have the funding that we need, but also to help us financially in any way that they can. Um, 
right now we're um, we have a wish list on Amazon, which has like our most needed items at the moment that they can go to if they want to get some you know something tangible. Otherwise, you know, financial support is always helpful mm-hmm. as well. So a little more on that. So if they want to get to the wish list, do they go to your website to see that? The website to donate. Um, how, how do they do that? If they um, wanna... Amazon has wish lists for different organizations, okay. and so we have a link right now. It's like on. It's. Uh, I think we have it up on our, our Facebook page. Okay. You can find okay. that link to our wish list on their Facebook page. Okay. Yep. And if they want to donate, they could obviously write a check and send it to you at the address they can find, but can they give online as well? Absolutely. Easy giving online is to go to www.womenscarecenter.org. Okay. Or you can even uh, donate to Far, or you can text Fargo Babies to 41444. Wow, nice. Yeah, make it easy. You're so techno-savvy, though. That's awesome. (laughs) Angela, one minute left. Anything else you want our listeners to hear, to know? I just, um, on behalf of myself, my staff, and our clients, we just want to thank, you know, Real Presence Radio and all of our supporters for their continued prayers and support that that we receive. I just want everyone to know how much we feel those prayers and how much they are actually needed, especially for my staff, meeting the clients each day and trying to love and serve them. You know, it's amazing. I can see you're even getting a little emotional as, as you sit here. Because, you know, it, it is, it's important. We, we, these are real people, mm-hmm. real faces. These are not just, I mean, and it's amazing when you have a heart for people and a heart for life, as you do. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's apparent. It's, it's easy to see you're passionate for what you do. You have a great faith in God. I mean, that obviously all these things are necessary if you're going to be doing this type of thing. And we just want to thank you for everything you are doing for life. And we ask, you know, prayer, prayers for continued growth, you know, because you are serving a lot of women. This is, this is, this is a place in need and we really appreciate everything you're doing. So thank you so much, Tim. Yeah. And and may God continue to bless you in so many ways. Thank you. Thank Uh, you. Very, very good. We want to have you come back too. Okay. So you just Uh, tell Therese, get me back on the show. (laughs) I'm coming in. (laughs) I want to straighten that guy, Tim out. Okay. Let's go. (laughs) All right. Let me come back. She is a warrior for the unborn. Stay tuned for our next discussion. We will talk with Rochelle, I can say that better, Rochelle Savageau on Real Presence Live. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we'll be back right after this. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 